Hello and welcome to the No So Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. And we're still where we were, where we were at last week. <laughs> naked, improved. naked and afraid. Naked and afraid. XL. I'm only not afraid when I'm naked. It's the only time I'm confident. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, it makes sense because I know nobody will go near me when I'm naked. Uh, we dealt with extreme rules. Oh my god. We watched Slammiversary. We have Fight for the Fallen. We have a little fantasy to do this week. And uh, Mr. Booble has some would you rathers. Jesus so, Christ, though. Can you put a little pep in your stuff, though? You sound like you're officiating a goddamn funeral. Dearly beloved, we're gathered here today <laughs> for No Cell Entertainment's No Cell Podcast. Let me we are going to bury Extreme Rules. Yes, we are. Rules. So let me introduce you to your No Cell crew. First, you know this man is one thing and one thing only. He's a good brother. The Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. You can catch Impact Wrestling Tuesdays on Access TV. Uh, yeah. The No Cell Living Legend, Mike Weeble. Hi, everybody. Devin Norrick. Real name, no gimmick. And I'm your host, <laughs> Joseph Lesler. Certainly sad, depressed Joseph Lessel over here. Yeah, hey, hey, come on, man. How's it going? No. Do I got to have Devin show you some hog? No, I'm Is good. Get you going? I don't want it. It's too tiny. Can't even see it. <laughs> can I hyperextend <laughs> your knee? No, I'm yeah, good. Can Not we do- like Saturday. <laughs> now I'm good. So, once again, WWE, your ratings. Whew. Great. Fantastic. Whew. Hey, they went up. Yeah. <laughs> they built. 1.5 last week to 1.6. All right. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't do a press release today talking about their upward momentum. Yeah. How great the quarter. How great <laughs> this quarter's doing. So what they did? <laughs> how did Dynamite do, huh? Yeah. How's that Nitro rating this week? <laughs> assholes. Yeah, assholes. Uh, so they um, decided to uh, have a unsanctioned main event of oh. the Big Show versus Randy. This this is my favorite part. <sighs> this made my nipples hard. Ooh. Today. All right. That the fact that they held off that match from the pay-per-view because they need ratings on Raw. That was the reason. And they got the They believe this match was going to deliver ratings when anybody who's watched wrestling for more than one week could tell you that was not the case. No. And when those ratings came in today, I ripped through my shirt. It was like Hulk Hogan. Damn. If I told but you only so, at the nipples, <laughs> yeah, there were I told you so nipples. I I've heard Those that are my uh, favorite kind. I didn't click on the article, but it, Cordy, you might know since you have some inside men. Wink, wink. Yeah, good brothers. Uh, <laughs> that Fox and USA may be on the hurry up and get your shit together. Uh, that motion is beginning. More so Fox than USA, but both are not happy. Uh, for what it's worth, Raw, the three hours of Raw are still in the top six mm-hmm. uh, for cable TV ratings that night. Um, but not number one or number two. It was like three and then five and six. Um, but yeah, no, the numbers are putrid. The, uh, they are not acceptable. For the amount of money they're getting paid, these are unacceptable numbers. Especially because they were dealing with it for the last three months when there was no sports. That shit's about to change in three next days. Next Monday. Um, you better are, start doing some shit. Like they now. are up against a ton of baseball games next Monday. They are and, going... You, and by that point, there's like 54 games left. <laughs> like, I got news for you. I'm calling it. This is, this, is, this is crazy. Yeah, less than a one. Less than a one next week. Basketball co- or basketball comes back next Friday, yeah, too. Yeah. Next Friday. So SmackDown's, so SmackDown's going to get the basketball fucking back. killed. Like... 
they had their shot and they blew it, and good luck with ratings now. That's just it. They don't think they blew it. They think they're writing. They think they're doing the best that they can. I so I don't doubt that. You, <laughs> know, what's, you know what's sad? This is the best they can do. And this is what makes me fucking pissed, though. There are rumblings from within higher ups that they're blaming the talent. Of course they are. Don't you always? The owners we, uh, ever fire themselves. Their their their, their thought process says, we're putting on good shows, but we just we can't wrestle for them. We can't do the now, work for them. When so, reality, the in the ring shit is the only good part of the show. The only good part is the in the ring part because we'll get to the uh, pay per view if you want to call it that. <laughs> I don't. Um, well, you called it a pay per view. It's not what they called it. But it's that the WWE is going away from what got them there. Wrestling. They're going to the entertainment. They're trying to be I mean, more entertaining. It's been their lifelong dream. Yeah. And Sports it's not working. So maybe yeah. you should really go back to uh, just yeah. the wrestling part. Yeah, somebody, somebody should really say, hey, Vince, let's try this wrestling thing again. Because whatever we're doing now is killing the company. Yeah. How do uh, stockholders not make a bigger fuss of these numbers? I mean, over the last two years, especially, like, if you just go back to two years ago at this time, the, the numbers... They were getting like a three. They're scary as shit. They've gone in half in two they years They were like a least. three and panicking, because yeah. they were three. Their business is cut in half in two years. And they're fine with it. I gotta tell you, that's straight up WCW yeah, numbers. Yeah, yeah. Straight up WCW numbers. I, you know what? Impact I never, buys them. I was gonna say, hey, good Tony Khan buys WWE. Good thing we've got the Impact Plus app because all the WWE pay-per-views are gonna be on there soon. God, can you imagine, dude? Can you imagine if Impact wins? That's my favorite scenario: is Impact. Jeff Jarrett <laughs> survive, survives the war. Impact stands tall. Corey, hear me out. Inside man. <laughs> <laughs> when did Jeff Jarrett come back? About two years ago. When did ratings start plummeting? About, about two, two years about ago. About two years ago. So hear me out. Jeff Jarrett always <laughs> smartest bitch. man in the room. Look at that guy. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. He's probably on the board of directors for Impact as we speak. Dixie, uh, they had a falling out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus God Christ. damn it. But no, this is straight up. This is like legit straight up fucking panic time. It is panic. And then they, you know, as you said, they're going to blame the talent. Well, Roman's not here. Well, Roman's being safe. Uh, Kevin Owens smart. is here and there. I love the fact that Kevin Owens is, is man He's enough to be like, person. listen, here's what's going on. You either do this mask shit and actual testing, or I ain't coming to work. Yep. It's fucking bullshit. You can always count on Kevin that's Owens why to have the second Olympic. You have Owens who's <laughs> doing that. You have Sami Zayn who's sitting out. You yeah. have your entire UK roster doing nothing. You have NXT guys out, too. You have Kyle O'Reilly who's not there. You have Finn. Apollo Crews has Apollo COVID. Apollo Crews has COVID. But he, no, he has a neck injury, sir. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, about on TV, it's a neck injury. But he tested positive. <laughs> so yeah, you have all your talent. Neck injury. You're, you have all your talent not it is showing a up to respiratory disease. So. <laughs> it, it rests on his neck. Yep. Uh, but you know, and we've said it. We've said it here lately. WWE goes for what's the more important thing? It's the logo. It's the entertainment, not the superstars. <laughs> While back, what made them fit better was the superstars. Well, at this point, that 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 logo. Is a big turnoff for people. Shit. Mm-hmm. It's not a, like, oh, come see this. It's more like, oh, God. Yeah. Right, That's real- what they want it to be, too. Everything's and, about uh, the logo, and, not about the people and with, in for, the company. Like, and, go ahead. Last summer, I was like debating whether I want to go to that live show. I was like, 
like do I care? Yeah, it's like it's yeah. WWE. It, like to five it's fifteen dollars. I don't really care. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. It, 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 it it's tomorrow. Cheap. Yeah. I don't care. I'll tell you the <laughs> only reason. I went to the house show. Yep. Is the kid? Is the kid? The kid. The only reason I went was to fight with people in front of us. Was that lasagna? Was lasagna? Was that lasagna? Awesome. <laughs> like if the kid didn't want to go, I would have never gone to the house show. Yeah, lasagna. 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 Yeah, Joe. What the fuck? Don't no, don't get me started on lasagna. It's cheese. Joe. Yeah, Joe Come here on. doesn't like lasagna. But, see, for the thing is, but the thing is, in the uh, Attitude Era, <laughs> they had one company to deal with. There was W. Now you have. AW, you have Impact, you have MLW, you have New Japan, New Japan, you have MLW, uh, New Mexico, you have all AAA, the yeah. AAA, you have all the Indies, I was like New Mexico, GCW, New Mexico Championship Wrestling is yeah, on the New up Mexico, and up, baby. baby. You just don't know yet. Yeah, come on. It's like, How about it's this? Like How about New GCW Japan, wins the war? Corey got his, GCW Corey got wins the war. The streets. <laughs> yeah, that's what's gonna happen. GCW is gonna win the war. But you have you have a shit ton more indie events. shows. You have mm-hmm. indie companies. You have all these people that. And indies can run pay-per-views on Fight TV. Yep. yep. So, I mean... Or, or internet wrestling and What a godsend that app is, Fight TV. You used to have cornered the market on wrestling uh-huh. in the mainstream. That is not the case anymore. But I think in WWE's mind, it's, oh, WWE. They, yeah. It's the, we're still this, this, this. And it's like, well, you have 400 other companies that, can be, that you can wrestle in and not give a fuck about you. I got good news. I got news for you. AEW is just a year old. And they're getting way better ratings than TNT expects them to get. So they're in no danger. And they've dragged a, probably close to a million of fans away yeah. from WWE. Impact Wrestling this weekend signed a lot of people and has got a new coat of paint. It's fresh. It's current. And by the way, it owns the channel it's on. So all that moving around for Impact is done. Yeah. And it's got a stable home. That is in no. no. Well, no they they <laughs> own it. I, I know. Yeah. They fucking own it. Welcome so it's like, to the greatest live spectacle. <laughs> Welcome to Slammiversary. <laughs> right. You are looking live at seventy-seven thousand. <laughs> it's just Impact Wrestling. Well, your your announcers, Michael Cole and Paul Levesque. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Paul E. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean. But Take it seriously. It's I mean, Hunter we're, Helmsley. We're joshing a little bit, but fuck, you better get serious because oh, this I don't is see bad. This going into next summer. It, no, this it, is bad. And if you keep going, at some point it's going to keep going bad. And at some point, even without them bumping up, AEW is going to beat you. Yep. Yeah. Just by being there where they are. There might be a point that at like, this rate. At this rate, AEW will beat Raw. They're going to beat them not being WWE. Yeah, and they're going to beat them with another WWE show on. Yeah, God, that's sad. So, what yeah. happened? There's going to be a fascinating book about this time frame for Dairy One Day. Well, it'll be documentary. It, Dark it, Side it, of the it, Ring. They're, they're it, not doing no books it's anymore. Already, it's it's going to be a six-part one. Like season five is going to be, be an ESPN doc, like the Last Dance. That'll be the WWE Last Dance. Thirty yeah. for thirty. WWE. Yeah. What the fuck happened? Yeah. Or WWE, the final pin. Right. Ooh, I see what you did there. Are you working for 30 for The lap bar machine. Johnny Gargan, Johnny Gargan. Lost my train of thought there. They're bad, though. This pay-per-view was wonderful. So let's get the pay-per-view. Yeah, I'm going to hear those star ratings. But first, William Regal is making a huge announcement for NXT tomorrow night. With the panic mode they're in, that could be absolutely fucking anything. It could be anything, and there's rumors that they might be already ending the brand split. It ain't gonna matter. They have signed Andre the Giant. 
It ain't gonna matter except for you'll have to release about another forty more people. Yep. Actually, I know what it is. Uh, Mustafa Ali back to SmackDown. Nah, he's back Did you to see him. the tweet today? No. I love. I it. love that man. <laughs> you see it? They have a no. new. They have a new T-shirt out for him. Yeah. And he he's he's a he's got a picture of it and a link. And he's like, I have a new shirt out. Please, Please buy, buy it. it so I don't go another seven months off TV. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> And I'm like, wow, that's like, they can see that. People he don't care. care. The people don't care. There are tons They're of like, people fire there me. who want to get fired. Yeah. Yeah. Please do. Who are, and then we're talking big names too. We're not talking like Cedric. Drew Gulak and Cedric. We're talking big names. Oh, yeah. Who are like, mm, I wouldn't mind getting fired. Yep. I can't believe There's it, options. Man. There's options. Impact is paying good money to some of these guys that are worth it. Yeah. It, there, it's not chump money. It, it's going to be the litmus test burner, is how Gallows and Anderson report in about six months. Yep. That's going to be the litmus test. It, it's the idea of burner. with AEW <laughs> and all the other indie shows, AEW <laughs> plays along with the indie shows. They Indie companies, hey, we're sending our people out to here, here, here. <laughs> I'm not saying that's one of the names I've heard rumored, but I am saying he's burner. got a friend in another company burner. whose logo might be on your shirt who... He has a lot of pull with. Yeah. Just saying. You know. Oh. Theoretically. That's true. So I think Big Dog could be going to Sammy AEW Guevara, as we talked yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. But, Darby Allen. But it's right? one of those things. Like, we talked about last week. How can who, how can WWE be saved? And we all talked about like Triple H running the show. But it's like. It the truth. You, what they needed to really kind of do also is go back to the. All right. We'll rank, give you such and such for your show here. And then. And we're. And, uh, and repay us with one of your guys. Start sending them out to indie shows. Stop mm-hmm. doing house shows. Let them work the free market because that's why everybody on AEW loves the fact that they can work independent shows and then work TV. Mm-hmm. Why WWE is, you're a, uh, what is it, a contract An wrestler. independent, independent contract. contract wrestler. Yeah. However, but we you're signed your, to us. But we control your life, but you're an independent contractor. That's why Impact is also a viable option yep. now. They work a pay-per-view every one, four Saturdays a year, there's a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And then they do tapings. That's for, live, right? Yeah. yeah and then live. they do tapings for Impact every couple of months for like two days. Other than that, you can go work wherever the fuck you want. I, I just finished talking, <laughs> listening to that talking shop. Yeah. Countdown to Fucktown. Their, their deal is that they, uh, they're with Impact for two years. They can work New Japan, and Impact will actually work around their New Japan schedule to make sure that they're able to meet both. And Gallows might be able to uh, do like a spinoff show. He's going to have his own like little independent company like he used to have, and it's going to be shown on the Impact Plus app. That's awesome. So, I mean... Just make the people yeah, happy. That's all you got to do. Good job, Corey. But, you we'll know. see Roman versus I, Classic Cody Chung. I got to admit, I worked hard with Rocky. We yep. both were in, in conjunction. Nice job. But we did good. Proud of oh, yeah. So you never gave up on Impact. Fuck, I never gave up on the Good Brothers. That's so let's part. move on to something we gave up on: <laughs> the uh, horror show at Extreme Rules. Okay, let's talk one thing real quick. Okay. We're a bunch of diehards. We do a podcast weekly on wrestling. Yes. How many of us, be honest, forgot there was a pay per view Sunday? This guy right here. I did. I didn't get in. I didn't get into the show until. I don't even remember what match. I forgot there was a pay-per-view that day until my son said something. Oh, it was the eye for an eye. That's when I turned it on. I was at work, and I got, I got, I had a hang around, 
for a little while, so I put a eye eye for an eye match on. That's when I started watching too. That's when I started watching. So, Corey, yeah, let's break it down. Let's break it out. WWE Uncensored 2020. <laughs> uh, sir, that's the uh, horror show at Extreme Rules. He said it right. I want to know if you any, watched what you watched. I want to know what if I watched. There's any match over two and a half on this. We'll screen. see. The kickoff match: Kevin Owens defeated Murphy, three and a half stars. Wow, ah, fantastic match. These two, Kevin Owens. As he put on, uh, they didn't announce it. They didn't announce it until two o'clock that afternoon. And KO's like, "Oh, I better get down to the performance center then." (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Or and also, I think he tweeted out like, "Cool, I get to face this guy. Hopefully, this will get me over." He's like, "KO stands for kickoff," so he's not exactly happy either. Fantastic! (laughs) I love word second round pick. I mean. Uh, that was a good match, and I'm not going to lie with you. They're close to the best match of the night on the kickoff show. I for night got it. Started off with tables match for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Titles as Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura defeated the New Day to win the titles. Oh, I should make you happy. This is a good tables match. I gave it three stars. Perfectly fine. All four guys can go. So I missed the two best matches of the night. I have a, I have a, uh, I have a stat for you. I don't know what this says about this company. But here's the, here's the stat I found I found quite odd. I don't I like long lasting stables, but the new day may have reached their point. Do you realize this is the third time Cesaro has beat this team for a tag titles with three different partners? Jesus Christ! So hold on, Nakamura, Sheamus, Tyson Kidd. Yeah, I was going to say that's easy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and Cesaro, also, apparently Cesaro is the kryptonite to the New Day. Just, also, uh, New Day has been together for like eight years now. Yeah, the longest like ever. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's bonkers as a faction and yeah. for WWE standards. Yeah, they just they're together. Haven't and broken up. Haven't done no heel turn. No heel no, turn. Not, not even close. Nope. nope. They have been a faction significantly longer than Nitro was a thing. Yeah. Yep. Literally, Kofi Kingston had what three or four years as a singles. Four years. Five. Five before they got together. That's bonkers, dude. Yeah. I'm pretty sure this is what Xavier Woods was brought up for. No, he was no. brought up at first to steal Tyrus's gimmick. Or that's, right, Clay. that's right. That's right. He that's was right. Uh, Ron, He was our truth friend. And then Biggie yeah. Langston was like AJ's fucking bodyguard. Yeah, yep. he didn't Brian. need three. He needed five. Yep. Um, but yeah, no. And eight again, years. Goddamn. New day. And eight years and eight title runs? Nine title runs? What is it? Eight times so you're now? you're saying it's not eight a times. new day? Yes, no, it is. Not. And, and it's a new year. And they had a year and uh, longer than a year run in that? Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Damn, yeah. dog. And uh, on the kickoff, Biggie did it again. I forget the exact line. But he managed to get a, a dick reference past agents. Oh. So he cut another completely inappropriate promo. God, and couldn't, I, I book him so well. And couldn't <laughs> help himself. But he had, the, he had the devilish, like, childish grin on his face right after he said it, like, 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 it's like Michael Scott. Yeah. That's what she said. He totally, it had to do with like big black cock, but he didn't say it. And I was My like, guy. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> he had the Sorry total to like, guilty you, look. But yep, again, Cesaro, kryptonite to the new day. Good, good for, uh, hopefully they can do something with this team. They did it with Sheamus and Kid. Let's see what they can do with this. This one. team is, I mean, if they yeah. can gel and Shin, if they can tell Shinsuke to give a fuck. Yep. This is a great team. <laughs> Um, Shinsuke's got to be the happiest dude in the world, right? Yep. He he survived the cuts. He just goes surfing whenever he can. Stays home. Get all that easy money. Fucking, he's my idol. Running through hood rats. WWE SmackDown Women's Title Match. Bailey defeated Nikki Cross. 
two and three quarters. It was all right. It's what it was. Sounds about right. Bailey's on fire, but they're they're slowly, they're slowly gonna burn. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> Sasha and Bailey are the only good thing that company has going. So they've got them on all three shows. Yep. Sounds like At, Charlotte. Yeah, they're gonna shove it down our throats till we can't stand them either, because that's what they do. Yep. Eye for an eye match. Yes. It's out. Uh, Seth Sam Rollins Watson. defeated Rey Mysterio. So before Via the bulge. Before, before we move on, mm-hmm. did you watch any of this, Booble? No, God no. He's Absolutely. the smartest yeah, you man see, in the You room. see, he's, saying, he's leaning back right now because he's not going to talk. <laughs> he didn't watch. Uh, so in the match, they get a kendo stick, right? And I have subtitles on my phone, even though I'm listening to it through my AirPods. Like Rollins hits Mysterio in the gut with a kendo stick. Mm-hmm. We're aiming towards three-year-olds, fan people. Samoa Joe says Ray Mysterio is going to be filling that in his tummy. Mm-hmm. Yep, and yep. I went, "Excuse me," and, you know, and then it came across my freaking subtitles, and I went, "Samoa Joe said tummy." You know that ain't a Good word Samoa Joe right. is going to lose. <laughs> you know Good I mean? thing I book him right. Uh, Jesus. This ma- okay, here's the, the thing. The match was good, besides the yeah, eye. Yeah, the match was good, the except for was, the finish. The match was really good, except for the finish. I yes. gave it two and three quarters. I thought it was, it was good, good until the finish happened. It was good, and the finish dragged it down. And um, you could tell they cut after he pushed his eye in. They, the vomit, the barf spot. It's just so over the fucking Apparently, they, they did the whole like special effects uh, thing where an eye would be hanging out. And Vince thought, thought it was too gruesome. No, he thought it looked lame. He thought it was terrible. That looked said, lame. Yeah, he said, "Fuck it, just." But go him with going this. like this, and you barely seeing a piece of white so, on the yeah, side. So it's yeah. good enough. So the a, the way the match ends is they do the same spot that injured the bad eye for Ray of shoving it into the corner of the still steps, and then you hear it's over. And then you're like, what it, the like hell? Cuts. Like, you can see it cut, mm-hmm. and Seth like goes to walk over to do something, and then he's like, oh, oh. And then you like see him holding you, it, and you barely is, see... You don't, like, you don't see the eye I until see, you see I, the photos. Yeah. yeah I, I noticed the eye when he was, they, not, when he was covering his they, eye. Uh, they taped that match earlier in the morning with Vince himself personally directing it. Mm. Um, that was the only and part of the Seth show. And like fucking applesauce or something. Besides the swamp fight, the only part of the show that wasn't live uh, was the eye for eye match. It sucked. Yeah. I, I hate this. I got to tell you something. You guys heard it yesterday. My kid loves it. Mike did the stip. He went wild with the stip. An eye for an eye? Oh, yeah. Oh, he started booking eye for an eye matches with his figures. You know, they've got... <sighs> okay. He's got a pencil. <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. <laughs> Please he's, tell me the Thursday night... Blo- the, he's his. dead now. <laughs> no, check it out. He, a whole pay-per-view called eye for an eye. Oh, God. Every match is an eye for an eye match. Only he went TNA. It's not enough just to have pull that. You have to pull the eye out just to have the ability to pin him and win the match. <laughs> you have to pull the eye out, and then the eye is not the finish. Then to pin. And then successfully gain a pinfall or submission. Yes. So, <laughs> Got it. an entire pay-per-view full of this, including the kickoff. However, he didn't want to bastardize the, the, the gimmick and give it all the way on the kickoff. So, on the kickoff match, you just have to pull the eye out. You don't have to pin him. Oh, okay. And then they <laughs> announce it on the pay-per-view, on the, when the pay-per-view starts. <laughs> yeah. Is that Raise the whole it. lights out next week? Is just yeah, eye for an eye matches? Yeah. Probably eye for an eye. Yeah. But yeah, Jesus. they they the whole you don't know the match is over. You just hear Smojo, it's, it's over. over, and then you're like, what, what? And then Seth Rollins is puking his brains out on the side, going, "Oh my god!" Now yeah. I okay, full. You're disclosure. driving along. You're driving along. Yeah. 
I knew no one was seriously losing an eye because, yeah. you know, there's no stupid way. As fucking if you were a good worker, Ray, you'd lose an eye. But even I, because I have such, lost an eye. I have such a thing with my eyes that even I was like, okay, I don't want to see it. I did too. Yeah, I cringe and I was like, I'm not looking. Yep, I can't. And then you hear it's over, and then I'm like, what happened? And then they cover it up, but then like 10 minutes later, they post a photo, like someone screen capped it, and it's just like, Mysterious hand over the eye. He's got like one of those rubber balls in his hand. He's got a white bouncy ball in his hand. There's no blood around his hands, nothing to be shown. Like, oh, there's, you know. Can we just be done with the eye shit now? Let's hope. Nope. Let's hope. That's the main event of WrestleMania. But then, don't worry, guys. According to WWE storyline, he was a. They were able to get him back home, back to the hospital in time to put the eye back in, so he should might be able to be able to see again. Did you see the tweet? Some, I can't remember who it was, but somebody posted a gif of Vader from that Japan match. Oh, yeah. With his eyes sealed shut, and it just said, pussy. <laughs> For those who don't know, That's in, true. in the early 90s, Vader was wrestling Stan Hansen in Japan, Rough. and one of Stan Hansen's punches was so stiff, Vader's eye fell out, and he had to, he had to push it back in the socket, and then the socket immediately like closed, and like, there's, it's gruesome, dude. <laughs> like, yep. And he finishes the match. And he finishes the match. But, but yeah. Big Van Vader. Yeah. But we get this. No, we got this. Yeah. So let's Yay. move on. What'd Next match. It? Two and three quarters. Okay. It's a good match until that shit ending. Yeah. Shit ending. Oh, I think. The, next match. I don't know if the next, next match was the Raw Women's title. Another shit finish. As Asuka took on Sasha Banks, this shit finish. could have been the best match of the night. Could have been. And it, it was, was good. It was on its way it there, to be honest with you. I ended up giving it three and a half. You see Sasha botch the shit off the second rope. Yeah, did you also see her wig fall off? Yeah, off fall off, yeah. So, yeah. I, I got a question. She the living I'm not gonna, I'm not, I, I, I just have a question for the ending. Ending is uh, Asuka does the green miss, but hits the ref. The ref. So, Bailey puts the... Sh- rips the ref shirt off. Puts it on, puts it on and on does the three count. It makes the three count. So, let me ask you guys this. Why... After she gets why hit in the is back this like? Why don't? Why do people not like this one? But people have been doing it for years. But for, you know, there's the uh, pay per view. The, the pay per view with Vince being the ref, and he goes, you know, I can't. You know, Austin, I'm the only one that can make the three count. Austin makes the three count. I'll tell you why. Because this pay per view is one of the worst pay per views of all fucking time, and this match was rocking and rolling, and on its way to four plus stars, possibly to be the one thing, one positive thing that you could take away from this absolute shit show. And then they did this fucking finish, which deflated the fuck out of everything and left everybody going, what the fuck? Including that was me. me. I said, yeah. what am I watching yeah, when was that like, happened? It was because of that. I was like, what the fuck? This is the only thing on the paper worth a shit. Hmm. And they fucking killed it. You know why they killed it? What? They think a rematch on TV will produce ratings. So Raw next week does it one point. Because originally the plan was for one Sasha point. or for Oscar to pin her. She was just going to pin her and beat her. No problem. Move on to the SummerSlam feud. Sasha Boohood. But no, uh, Vince, is uh, he thinks by doing these Vince kind of finishes. Stretch and stretching it out. To, and stretching it. He wants uh, the, he thinks this is going to be like controversy and people will tune into Raw to see the rematch next week. No, they won't. It's not going to happen. He's lost. He's lost. But that's why this was done. In the sauce. So I gave it three and a half. It was still a fucking fantastic match until the shit at the end. Agreed. Is this Oscar's best match in a long time? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's the best one she's had on pay-per-view, especially since 
What is she going to do without Kyrie Sane now? Becky at the Rumble? Mm. Well, Kyrie's been nothing really since. Kyrie's gone. Yeah, yeah she's uh, gone. Oscar will be fine without Kyrie. Yeah. And if they're serious, if they want to be completely racist and continue to just put all the nationalities together, they just move EO to the fucking main roster. Yeah. Um, next match. I'm here to show you. WWE title match. With I Dolph have, Ziggler making the stipulation before the match. I have huge issues with this. On one hand, it's a genius step. Then, he decides it's an extreme rules only for, for Dolph. Countouts and disqualifications will lose the title. And if Drew does anything outside of the realm of a normal pro wrestling match, he will get disqualified. Thus, the title goes to Dolph. Really genius uh, shtick. The only problem is you have to win or else you look like the biggest fucking twerp in the world. Yep. And there was no chance Dolph was winning this. Yeah. So as if they haven't already fucked this guy over enough, they made him look like the biggest numpty in the world. Well, you're in luck, Corey. Because uh, at SummerSlam... <laughs> no, it's no. Two, next week. Next, oh, week, next, week? next okay. week on Raw, Ratings. it's a rematch. Dolph Ziggler versus Ruth McIntyre. However, McIntyre gets to pick the stipulation before the bell rings. And that's bad, too, because he's the babyface. Yeah. And the babyface... He's going to do nothing. He's not supposed to do that. I'm <laughs> guessing he's going to pick the exact same step. The babyface is probably... If he's be smart, like, he should, right? He should. But as the babyface and he's the guy be- who's bigger... That makes him the hill. You know what he's going to do, though? He's going to be like, Dolph, you can have whatever you want. Because I don't need it. I don't need it. And then he'll claim more him. And or he's going to make it a single. Or that or he's, three. Or, or he's going D. to uh, or he's going to be like, there's no stipulation. It's just a one-on-one yeah. match. I actually feel bad for Dolph Ziggler now. I, I waved my hand so long ago because yeah. of the, But it's not his fault. It's completely the booking. They have booked this dude for seven years to be... On one hand, oh, he's the most talented guy in the locker room, they say. And then on the other hand, in the same second, in the same sentence, the biggest dumb shit loser that ever existed in this company. The biggest and jobber. I mean, it's, it's, re- it's ridiculous. I mean, these the stips should have guaranteed him a win. And you don't do these stips if the hill isn't going to get like a fluke win and maybe hold the title for a little while and then drop it back. This just made him again look like a fucking ass. Just a total tit. Just a total tip. Good match, though. Yeah. I told thought the match story. was good, too. Yeah, I told yeah. a good story. Drew, okay, here's the one thing. Drew's going to get fucking killed when, whenever crowds come back. Yeah. Like that first Raw where crowds are back, Brock's going to be across the ring. Oh, yeah. You know, he's he's going to get F5 if they don't. I mean, come on, let's be honest. The match at SummerSlam is Orton, and I, I'm betting Orton wins the title. Drew has done a fantastic job in ring with as the champion. He's done the best he could under the circumstances. He deserves another chance when there's actually fucking people. Will he get it? No, because he's been the champ during this time. So they're going to blame him for the ratings. For the ratings. They're going to say, look at that. I told you he was. Because he was a Paul guy. Paul Heyman guy. Paul Heyman pushed hard for him. So Vince and Bruce and everyone else who doesn't like it will be like, look at that. Look at these ratings. I told you he wasn't the guy. And he'll be fucked. Which is a shame because he deserves better. He'll look good in AEW though. Yeah, he'll oh, look yeah. great. To go back to Impact, former world champion. There you yep. go. And then, <laughs> call me Drew. Hold on, let's go to the, the main event. And then our main event. Oh, what are you talking about? The show ended there. And then, and then the main event of the swamp fight between Bray Wyatt of the Wyatt family and Braun. No, that Strowman. was a fever dream of mine. There's no way that was really that a happened, sir. 
What? That match. You're actually in the swamp right now. That's probably the worst. I wouldn't mind it because Sister Abigail would be there. Uh, the worst. I was like, oh god, this must be fucking boiling. <laughs> Corey's this blood was right the now. worst cin- cinematic. Oh my um, far. This was terrible. I have some people calling it genius. No, it's yeah. it's. The I worst. sent you Bleach Report. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. A yeah. plus. Bleach yeah. Report. Yeah. No thanks. No, they, no fucking thanks, dude. They talked for like 98 percent of this match. There wasn't no They're, wrestling. It's just them fighting here and was, there, and then they vanish. Some stunt double gets set on fire. You have Sister Bliss because I love the fact good old Jr. like texted me going, <laughs> "Is Bliss?" Uh, Abigail, like, no, they're playing off the hallucination that of their mixed match challenge. And that Braun had a crush on and, Yeah, oh, basically just trying to boil my blood, really. Oh, I, well, I, I fucking, I, you can ask producer then. <laughs> I'm like, Corey's probably dying right now. So, I wasn't, if you remember, Joe, wasn't that when Alexa got those hands? Got those hands all <laughs> night long. I was like, how dare you bring <laughs> Lexi into this? He was showing her his softball skills. My God, yeah, sliding the home plate. Oh, she's a, she was a Disney princess already. Right. Yes, oh she was. my God, he showed her a new world. Negative. With <laughs> that piece of shit. This was terrible. Am I the only one who who doesn't buy into this Bray Wyatt as nope. a genius? Nope. Nope. Oh my God, okay. this is terrible. So we have this whole thing. Uh, Bray get, uh, Braun gets bit by a snake. Uh, Bray. Jake's like, yeah, did that, bro. Uh, Braun yeah. knocks Bray out onto a boat that goes left, but then he turns right, and here comes the boat again. And then the water turns red, and here comes the fiend. Basically, we get a horror at movie ending of Braun going, it's over, as the we get the logo on the bottom right, and then here comes the fiend, drags him down the water, and then the fiend lifts up out of the water laughing, and that's the end of the show. If you want to be creative, it should be in a van down by the river. Right, <laughs> a van by the river match. But the funny thing is, I love Twitter going. Was that the end? <laughs> like, who won? But then, like Fox is like, who won? Bray Wyatt won the match. Who won? Does it matter? Who no, no. Won? You just drown your Universal Champion. And can't wait for him to come up on Friday going. Oh, I came I out. Made it out of the swamp alive, I gotta Bray. thank my best friend, the Fiend. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Carmichael, yeah. <laughs> a new character, some old swamp dude. The uh, guy that got set on fire. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Uncle Zeb. Yeah, yeah. I also Zeb Uncle Coulter. Zeb. Yeah. <laughs> this was terrible. This is Dutch Mantel. Um, again, fuck you for including Lexi in this. And uh, well, fuck you for doing Bron, this period. Come to me, Bron. <sighs> oh, Bron. Oh, Bron. Show me your hands. <laughs> And that did. <laughs> I want to ride the Stroman Express. We can stay choo, here forever. Choo, choo. <laughs> I'll be your conductor, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming home, baby. Corey, where are you going? <laughs> Corey, come back. Oh, no. Uh, this was terrible. I didn't rate this thing. It wasn't a fucking match. Done. It was Done. a terrible hallucinogenic dream. And uh, so I think we all agree we will watch WrestleMania 32 all over again. Oh, yeah. yeah, UWF Beach Brawl 91. (laughs) Was it you that texted me? I'd rather watch WrestleMania 32. Yep. Yep. And I was like, I would. I I said I'd rather watch Capital Punishment. Uh You can go back and listen to that on NoSoEntertainment.com. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, easy there, kid. Shut up at the website. Everybody get along. Um, Mom and dad are fighting. (laughs) I know. It makes me uncomfortable. Come to me. This was terrible. Uh, Fuck them for this. 
Let's go. Uh, you know, you know what? It's the entertainment pal. You know what's twisted about this company, don't, don't you? That they let Braun bang Alexa. <laughs> well, fuck you, dude. <laughs> no, they they honestly considered this piece of shit art to be the first step in a fiend face turn. Checks out. Drowning the world champion well, in a I mean, swamp. That it's on brand. <laughs> Unfortunately, you're right. You know how uh, you know how Randy turned face. He burned, he down, burned the, down the he house. Burned down the he house. Down that he company. made out with someone who's wife and burned his house down. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Checks out. Let's go to a better pay per view, Joe. Yeah, let's go to the better pay per view. Yeah, let's go to the better show this weekend. So extreme rules again. Got it. <laughs> nope, I lied. Uh, Impact Slam anniversary. It was the better show. Um, Poor Ken Shamrock. <laughs> Missed it by that much. That much. That much. <laughs> Holy Lanta. All right. So, yes, this weekend, the gang got together and actually watched Slammiversary. The gang watched Slammiversary. The gang watched Slammiversary. <laughs> the Rascals issued an open challenge, and the Motor City Machine Guns came back to answer it. Corey popped. This was a good, yeah, my favorite tag team of the 2000s. This was a damn good match. Uh, three and a half stars. Motor City Machine Guns won. They look strong. They're getting a tag title shot tonight on Impact. I saw the results. Spoiler, they won the titles. Yep. So I was going to ask, so I was going to ask, should they have won? But yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. One of a kind. Plus, in fair, I mean, the North had like a 400 day plus title reign, so. It checks out. Yeah. TNA world title match. <laughs> uh, this was fantastic. Moose, the champion. Yeah. Defeated, <laughs> defeated Tommy Dreamer in an old school match with Chris. Yeah, it's all right. It went two and a quarter. It wasn't like great, but it wasn't god awful. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, I, I, I love I love the TNA World Title gimmick gimmick with Moose, where everybody in the world's like, "It's not a real title," and he's just like, "I'll defend it against like, you." I have a belt. Yeah, I have a belt. It says, it says "World Champion." It's right here. It's uh, right here. I understand. All right, eleven knockout gauntlet match to uh. determine number one contender for Impact Knockouts title was won by Kylie Ray. This was abysmal. Half star. It was yeah, no thanks. It was terrible. For and your person, you didn't want to win one for a lot yeah. of years, Corey. That was like one of the strong suits for TNA. How how is it now? Honestly, it's still a strong suit. I feel like this match did not represent it well. It didn't. Uh, there's a lot of women inside this match that are really good workers. Yeah, but this type of you know what I noticed? It was a lot of okay. These two are supposed to have a moment right now, so everybody just lay down. Very, everybody lay down. Very yeah. rumble like rest yeah. spot. Very yeah. rumble like. And because of that, it was it was atrocious. Yeah. Um, half star. Yay, Kylie Ray fucking won. Whatever. <laughs> uh, I think uh, so Devin ha- uh, have a, has a new uh, favorite. Oh, yeah, he does. Katie Forbes. You found Katie Forbes. <laughs> what is her twerk? Twer- what is her from Twerk City? Twerk City. Twerk City. Twerk City. Mm. Twerk City. What a queen. Impact X Division title match. Chris Bay defeated Willie Mack to win the title. A little botchy at times, but yep. this was a, a good high energy match. I gave it three and a quarter. It's a good, good way to, to bounce see. back from that gauntlet. Match. Yeah, good, good to see uh, Chris Bay win. He's got a bright future. He was one of those that <laughs> AEW should have grabbed. And and thought, first, I thought he would. Yeah, and then he was rumored to go there. And then at the last second, Impact got him. Corey, so. uh, everybody in this ring had a bright future. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's true. Because that lights were bright yeah. as fuck. Joe, Jeff, we're going to need your. Jeff, yeah. come on, Jeff. Impact World Tag Team Title Match The North All Ego Ethan Page And uh, Josh Alexander Defeated the Unique team 
of Sammy Callahan and Ken Shamrock. <laughs> Missed it by that much. I'll tell you what, though, he's impressive for like a fifty-seven-year-old. He, he looks is. good, like. But when he does, when he when he does, when the he tries to like, PCO himself over the. When road. He, he shouldn't t- do tope con helos. Nope. The top rope bo- uh, cross body to no one as everybody legitimately moves as he is still. Be- He's still, he's still contemplating it. Yeah. Well, because he's Ken Shamrock, so he's like, fine, fuck, I'll just. I don't hit women! <laughs> you can find that out on the Monday Night I gave it three and a quarter. It was a good, solid. The North are a really good team. No. Um, Not anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> Impact Knockouts title match Deanna Perrazzo defeated Jordan Grace, Thick Mama Pump, to win the Impact title. I love this match. Like, it was good. It, it, for the women, this was the best women's match on. Of the weekend. Yeah. Because they just beat the piss out of each other. They, you can tell Deanna Parasso had a point to prove. And Jordan Grace is looking for recognition herself. So they just went in and they had a tight, physical, fucking wrestling mm. match for that title. And it was good. I gave it three and three quarters. Uh, makes me miss Nicole Matthews. Right? Damn it, man. Entertaining Twitter follower, though. Oh, yes, yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, the fatal... Five way. Very five, of course, for a match. Elimination match <laughs> for the vacant Impact World Title as Eddie Edwards defeated Trey, Ace Austin, Rich Swan, and EY Eric Young to win the title. Good match. It was good. I, at first, everybody was like disappointed. Rich Swan was the fourth guy and not a surprise. But this company's been built on just grabbing WWE guys and shoving belts on them. So this was smart for once. Uh, bring back Eric Young. Yeah, good old, uh, good old Jr. texted me. Yeah, and it's funny because he goes, uh, "It's funny that he see like like the headline is former WWE superstar Eric Young returns to the Impact, right? and it's like he's more famous in Impact yeah. than he is. He spent like twelve years in TNA, but the, and two and a half in WWE. But that WWE superstar Eric Young, uh, I gave it three and a half. It was a good match, elimination style. I'm high on Ace Austin. That dude to me. Is the future, and he's like twenty three. Um, Trey is a really good worker. Rich Swan is is really good. Eric Young is a perfectly fine wrestler. Still, he's about forty five, but he can still go. And Eddie Edwards is their heart and soul. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm, I'm, well, he is. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the WWE guy Roman. Roman, but he ain't there. So whoever, AJ. whoever, yeah, whoever WWE's heart and soul would be, he's their counterpart. Seth Rollins. <sighs> That depresses me. I know it makes me sad um, too. <laughs> but yeah, three and a half Ray and <laughs> the right guy. Ron Strowman. The right guy won. Okay. Uh, so let's start with this and go from here. Uh, they have a fresh coat of paint. A lot of debuts. It's not the first time. Yeah, you know you have EC three, Eric Young, Heath, Heath, Heath. the Good Brothers. <laughs> yeah. And this uh, they did a vignette for Brian Myers tonight. Um, He's not going to make a huge difference, but a good, solid hand to get over those young guys in the mid-card that they have that they want to build. He's a good signing for that. Um, I actually think Heath could be more than that there. Yeah. Not world champ. Easily tag champ with Rhino again, I think. Like, that's easy. But I think Heath has more to give. Brian Myers, I think, is definitely a guy to put over everyone else kind of deal. He's the boss man. Yeah, he's boss man. The attitude there. He's, he's um, Shelton Benjamin in Raw right now. Like, he's, you know, just there to take the pen and build that guy up, and that's fine. Um, 
Uh, it was the better show of the weekend, that's was, for sure. It was. Very true. Uh, quick thing about Raw. So It sucked. Besides that. Uh, <laughs> there are reports going they might be making a new nation of domination. But why? That's so, a... But the thing... Oh, they're trying to do something. Like that. However... What's with Ron Simmons being on screen? Because twice? they were going to build a new nation of domination and they axed the storyline at the last moment, at least for last night's show. It may not be axed completely, but last, last night's show was completely rewritten like multiple times during the day. Yeah. Um, in the year 2020, with all the racial strife that's going on in this company, country right now. What we need is the new nation domination. Is a black power heel faction, because that's what it would be in WWE. Is that really what we need right now? Nope. But why was he talking to the Viking Raiders? Uh, because... They're going to be members too? No, because <laughs> they changed their mind. Now they just wanted to so, get them on there for... It was like, alright, have them talk to them too, so we're you know, throwing people off the set. I actually think the only way it works, and again, do not do it. Don't. Vince, don't. The only way it works, so though, do it. You flip the new day. You make them do it. They, they come out one time like we're fucking tired of this pancake shit. What that's, is this? You're actually you're dead on. That's yeah. the perfect way. Yeah. And especially since when they started, that's what the new that's day was supposed were. to be. Yeah. I remember remember them coming out yeah, in business church, suits and business suits. Xavier beating all fucking like preachy like Farrakhan. They yep. go that route. <clears throat> that's actually not a bad idea, in theory. In theory. Don't do it. Don't fucking do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. But not a bad idea in Corey, theory. You can think about it, Just but don't, don't do, do it. it. You can look, but you can't touch. Yeah. No. You can think about it, but, but don't, don't do as, it. As uh, Leo Rush went on a rant about how... Uh, Leo Rush is very Lionel angry. Green now. He's going by his yeah. shoot name. Hey, cool. Who? Leo, Leo Rush. What's his name? Lionel Green. He's very angry. Lionel. He, very, he, he, he made a shoot album. Instead of doing like a shoot interview, he did a music out. Al- he did a full album. Because he's a rapper, too. That each song has a purpose for a shoot. Here's the thing. Him and ACH are very angry at WWE. And given their track record <laughs> with African-American employees, I have no reason to doubt anything either one of them is saying <laughs> at all. Yeah. Um. So yeah, more power to him. Get get your word out there. Get your yep. get your uh, statement out there. Get your thoughts out there. The world uh, the world of wrestling has do a podcast had enough of just not talking about the issues. Yep. Between speaking out and the racial shit, get it out there because let's get it figured out. Ever there was one option. That's not there is not one option. No. Let's get the word. Arguably, out there. a lot of these guys can make more money outside of WWE. Yep. That's right. Yep, that's right. Uh, Fight for the Fallen. Did you uh, review that? Hell yes, okay. I did. Did he? Re- come on. I'm just sir. making sure. You're talking to the database. Put some respect on his name. <laughs> Goddamn right. Yes, yes. Good brother. First billing. Good oh, brother. He already has uh, his. Uh, good brother. He already has the, the good brothers in a match next week against Reno Scum. Damn right. They're going to kill him. So, AEW TNT title match. Cody successfully defended against Sonny Kiss. Hmm. This was an interesting match. Corey said, uh, "You're Corey." Cody said he did horrible. I read his tweet. I didn't watch he the did. match. Did he did the match. He missed two and a half. Came out. He yeah. He did. did they not. tried. He tried too hard because of the Twitter stuff. I think so. Yeah. I also think he tried too hard 
to try to help Sonny Kiss. Yeah. Um, too, who, much, and, too much Ric Flair in the match? Gave yeah. too much? And Sonny Kiss looked pretty good. Like, I have no major complaints. He's not quite ready to be in that caliber yet, but, yeah. I mean, I can see why they did it. Um, Cody didn't look great. I think, he, I think he was trying too hard. I ended up going to flat three. I mean, they did enough to make it a worthwhile match. It was kind of fun to see Arn chewing his ass out in the ring. Yeah. After the match, like legit, like that oh, was really? yeah, like that was fucking pathetic. What are you doing? Like he was over in the corner, just like screaming at Cody. Damn. Um, Cody, like the whole match too. Cody looked like he was like fucking beating himself up. Like after the first ten minutes went a little, or first five minutes went a little less than he would have wanted. You can see he put it into overdrive to try to correct it and it was just clunky and you could see him getting more and more pissed at himself not a good showing um they have a huge independent name coming in this week for the tnt challenge so let's hope he's more on his game i think it's warhorse but they're not saying for sure no not yeah they're not but uh, i hope he's gonna kill him chef's working in tennessee that's close to jacksonville um I hope it's Warhorse because that dude's worked his ass off to get the gimmick over and deserves a shot. Tamers done. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> but he's under contract at MLW and he says he's happy there. Mm-hmm. Says. FTR defeated the Lucha Brothers. He wrestled a pal. He loves pal. I know. He, a lot of people like pal. Yeah, I do. Fuck you, this, Ryan. This ma- <laughs> fuck you, Ryan. This match was... Okay. We can talk about... <laughs> God damn you guys. <laughs> like, I was hoping there'd be more of an FTR slowdown, make the Lucha Brothers work kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But instead, it was more like FTR trying to fit into Lucha Brothers mm. and try to make it look. It was still a really good match. I went three and a half. The action was fantastic. But I kind of wish. Knew, you knew. Like, yeah. we, we saw Alpha in them, and yeah. they slowed Alpha like, down. If you like, if yeah. you're. And eventually they're going to build to the Bucks, right? Yeah. You want to show what an FTR match is like? Because you know what a Bucks match is like. This yeah. is what Lucha Bros is like. You know what that match is. Exactly. You want to show what the FTR can do against a team like this. So we need them to... Slow it down. I kind of wanted to see them make them wrestle their match, and it didn't mm-hmm. happen. Six-man tag team match. The Elite, the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega defeated Jurassic Express. Marco Stunt shooting on Kenny Omega a little bit slaps him in the face. After the match, Kenny um, Omega whips his ass in the corner. You know. And uh, the Bucks have to pull him off. And um, Well, well, we, well. Uh, we had it backwards, gentlemen. As it looks to me as if Omega's turning heel and Paige is going to stay the baby. So they're doing kind of a- makes sense. The crowd is fucking but, in love with Paige. But the thing There's is, the crowd, so, you know. AEW's pulling that hint of... Uh, Hangman's watching the match in the back of the bar. At the back of the bar, and who shows up to hang out with him? FTR, FTR, and the Hangman hanging out. What the hell are they doing together? Um, which throws a monkey wrench into the plans that they're not even trying to hide, really. Yeah. Of the Horsemen with Cody, FTR, and Sean Spears. And I guess you could have a fifth guy with Hangman if you wanted to. However, Spears can be the Roma. Well, here's the thing: is I think Cody is. A hill, yeah. At this point, it's awkward. They're doing a lot of shades of gray, and it's working. Cody's working like a hill. He gets the babyface pop. Arn is acting like a babyface manager, but Cody's a hill. Sean Spears is a hill. FTR acting like hills. The Horsemen are going to be hills. So I'm guessing FTR will turn on Hangman 
at some point. Like, this is good for now, but... So then FTR beats Hangman and Kenny at some point? So that leaves the Elite to be nothing anymore. Well, the Elite would be be technically Kenny in the box. Yeah, but... With, like, a Hangman, like, hanger on? But he's already said he's out of the group. Yeah. He did that months ago. Months ago. And then, but the Bucks and Kenny have a little heat right now because they were very upset at him mm-hmm. hitting stunt and doing the hill shit. So then you have your two biggest factions are heels, though. Yeah. Because Inner Circle. That, that, it, that it ties up on 10 of your biggest stars is all heels. Yep. <laughs> you well, no, because Get Orange Cassidy. <laughs> yeah, Orange <laughs> Cassidy and John Moxley. That's people, all you need. Because people can switch on Inner Circle. Brian Cage is a heel. Inner Circle could end up as bad. Everybody's faces. a fucking heel. Yeah, that's true. Inner yeah. Circle could go heel, you can, yeah, a you baby could, face, and it could be pretty easy for them to yeah, do that. Because, I mean, imagine the shtick they do with the, the video conferences and all that is baby faces oh, would, would yeah. get over huge. So that could be done. Um, I think Hangman will be a face. Yeah. Uh, Moxley's pretty safe to be a face. And the Bucks face. are face. Uh, you turn Kenny heel. Kenny could be a tweener. You got Brian Cage's heel. Brian Cage is but a heel. Even, 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 heel. even, even I mean, in everybody being the elite. Heel. Dark Order's heel. Even in the being the everybody's elite, heel. Kenny's going even more heel. Yeah. yeah. Um, it'll even out eventually. We don't. I just don't see where. Like, we'll, 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 you know, eventually they'll show their hands. But it's interesting. And it, at least it's goddamn more interesting than what they're doing on WWE programming. Very true. Uh, Brandy Rhodes and Allie defeated MJ Jenkins and Kenzie Page. All right. That was not good. I mean, one star. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> one star special. Nyla Rose came out and announced that Vicky Guerrero was X, her new manager. X, 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 Excuse me. And in an AWA world title match, John Moxley successfully defended against Brian Cage when Taz threw hey, the towel. Match? AWA world title match. AWA. AWA? Oh, AEW. Okay. <laughs> Been watching old wrestling. Same difference. Same difference. Oh, no, no, no. No. The FTW uh, belt probably was around. Hey, Joe, La Cucaracha. La Cucaracha. It was uh, three and a half <laughs> stars. It was an okay match. Moxley worked it like a heel. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> Going after the torn bicep. Because, you know. Moxley. Moxley. Purveyor violence. Yeah. Mm. And that's how it ended. So, uh, AEW Dark came on. Today. Sabby. Huh? Sabby. Sabby. Tino Sabatino from NXT. However, Taz might have a new guy. Yeah. Yeah. Ricky Starks. Yeah. No, you know what? And that's something that's been planted for a while. From the first time Starks showed up, he always gives Taz the respect. Last week, okay, there's a guy, and Taz is protective of his shit. He just, and he's a miserable son of a bitch, always has been. And there's (laughs) there's a mass dresser called Serpentico, and he comes up with his arms crossed. And Taz is always on commentary. He's like, he's got heat. You know, how dare that guy? That's my gimmick. I've been doing that for 20 years, brother. And Excalibur, like, hey, man. And then Ricky Starks in the next match comes out and does the same thing and looks at Taz and winks. And Taz gives him the thumbs up. And Excalibur's like, what the hell, man? He's, he's doing the same thing. He's like, yeah, well, he's a good wrestler. Because on, oh. <laughs> on Dark. Serpentico sucks. Because on Dark, it's Starks versus Darby Allen. Yep. After the match, Cage comes out and destroys Darby. And then. Gives a fist bump to Starks and Taz was tweeted out going, I love these guys, and it's them yep. fist bumping. So that would be great. That would be smart. Give Taz more than just Cage. Of the three pay per views, <laughs> what was the better show? I'm actually gonna say Slammiversary still. Yeah. Um Fight for the Fallen had some good matches. Not extreme rules. 
You sure? You don't want to go with the Bron, the come show. to me and come to me again, Bron. Bron. Come on me again, Bron. Come on, come on Wrong me show. That's in a uh, little bit here. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you guys. And fuck them for wasting Lexi in such an abortion of a segment. What are you talking about? She took that... Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll leave there. <laughs> Let's move on to our own fantasies. Ooh. As Ooh. it's going to be uh, Senor Devin versus the... Living legend, Mike Google. Who starts? I'll start. <clears throat> oh. Aw. The first part specifically for Corey. Oh. Okay. Oh, wait. Uh, so, Joey Ryan. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that while we wait for Corey. Ryan. Corey, uh, Corey had to do something. Uh, so, Joey Ryan came out on Saturday with an hour-long... 59 minutes and 58 apology. seconds. Did you watch the whole thing? I only got to 19 minutes. <laughs> I got to 8 minutes. I got 3 minutes in, and I was like, fuck you, don't care. Uh, it is a eight, it's yeah. a 59-minute apology slash it's I like can defend myself. It's like on PowerPoint. It has like transitions and shit. Yes. I'm like, what the so fuck does this guy do? I Sitting so, in front of his fridge. So he apologized, blah, 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 and talks about how everything that he did, he has proof that didn't happen. And, and at, the very end, and very, at the very end, he brings up that he, friends that he's known for 10 years, went with what the news came out and then has disowned him ever since. Impact fired him. However, he's going to f- sue Impact because in his contract, it's like some agreement that he can't get released. So um, That's not how contracts work, but okay. Yeah, so he is going to be, that. he might be suing a, uh, Impact. But yes, it's 59 minutes of him... Basically going, oh, I didn't rape this chick, and here's the proof. I did have an affair with this lady, but it wasn't. So Ryan Satin did a, like, review of it, and it's literally, like, five pages, because he breaks it down to, like, (laughs) to the Joey Ryan thing. But he breaks it down for, like, he has a header for each segment of the thing. And I'm like, I mean, I, I was like, oh, I'll probably read the Satin Report thing just to see what yeah he says, right? Yeah. But but once it's like five pages, I went nope. I'm gonna sim it, and yeah. I'm like I'm not even gonna sim it. I'm good here. Uh, what does it say? Jerry Ryan at the end is a piece of shit. Got it. That piece right. of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go to Fantasyland, Mister Rubel. Continuance. <clears throat> That's right. A A W presents the continuance live from Key Arena in Seattle, Washington. Attendance, 16,125. That's pretty close to you. Buy rate, 1.25. Woohoo! That's pretty good. That's right. It's above average. It is. (laughs) As the pay-per-view comes on the air, Shayna Baszler walks out of the women's locker room, counting a large stack of money and evil smile on her face. We cut the highlights of Roman and Darby challenging the Young Bucks to a championship match, followed by a recap of the Baszler-Rhea feud. And the feud between Cody and Dustin and Jay White. Live shot of a sold-out arena. Chance of Darby, Darby, fill the air. All of a sudden, the lights go out. There's nothing but silence and cell phone lights inside the arena. Suddenly, the sound of a heartbeat can be heard. And the words, the mood is about to change, appear on the big screen at the top of the ramp. The music hits and out out walks Taz to a thunderous ovation. After a brief pause to acknowledge the crowd, he welcomes all those in attendance and the millions watching around the world to the key arena, the home of AAW Continuance. 
From this day forward, Taz says he will be doing color commentary. But who will do play-by-play, you ask? Suddenly, the Georgia Bulldogs fight song begins and out walks Noah Anthony Shivani. God damn it. Tony tells Taz, enough talk, let's get to the action. I, I, I'll be honest. I love it. I'll be honest. I took JR because I was going to take Tony, but I knew you would. So That's I'm right. like, I was, I'll, I'll take drunk JR. <laughs> no Ziggler. <laughs> I love Tony and Taz. That's fun. Yeah. <clears throat> the first match is the AAW Women's Championship match. Rhea Ripley versus Shayna Baszler. Yes, I just said puberty. You heard that right. It's all right. Knew it! (laughs) (laughs) Gay! (laughs) As Baszler makes her way to the ring, Tony announces two matches that have been signed in addition to the other matches announced. Brian Pillman Jr. will defend the AEW TV title against Sheamus, and Cody and Dustin will take on Jay White and Scott Steiner in a tag match. Rhea's out next, and the two come face-to-face in an intense stare-down, neither giving an inch. Shayna says something, Rhea responds in kind, and Shayna responds by headbutting Rhea right in the face, immediately breaking her nose as blood pours out of her face. Shayna shoots for a double-leg takedown, winds up on top, and immediately begins raining down elbows and punches to to Ripley's head. The ref gets to a count of four and then physically removes Shayna, warning that if she doesn't listen, she will be DQ'd. Baszler shoves the ref out of the way and begins to stomp the body and head of Rhea. She picks her up and hits a buckle bomb, but only gets a one count as Rhea angrily kicks out and rolls out of the ring to buy some time. Baszler follows and slams her head into the announce table and then the steel ring steps, leaving a pool of blood on both. She rolls her back into the ring and the ref, and the ref asks if Rhea wants to continue. She flips him off, pie faces him, and motions for Shayna to bring it. Enraged, Baszler kicks Rhea in the face, drops an elbow, and covers for a two. Shayna screams as Rhea Shayna screams at Rhea to stay down, but Ripley slowly makes her way to her feet. She lands a couple of right hands and throws Shayna into the corner and follows her in, looking for a splash. Shayna moves, hooks her from behind, and hits a German suplex. She holds on and hits a second and then a third. As Rhea reaches for the ropes, desperate to get to her feet, Shayna laughs and hits a fourth German suplex. She then picks her up, Rhea showing no resistance, sets her up for a pile driver, hits it and covers for the 1-2-3. Your winner and new AAW Women's Champion, Shayna Baszler. After the match, Shayna grabs a steel chair and places Ripley's arm in it. She climbs to the second rope and does a coup de gras, snapping her arm. Rhea shrieks in pain as Baszler laughs. Suddenly, the camera pans to the top of the ramp as Alexa, arm still in the sling, is standing there, a pleased look on her face. She takes a crumbled-up envelope out of the sling and shows it to the camera, and the letters PDX are clearly visible as she drops the envelope on the ground, laughs, and walks back through the curtain. I'm a fan. Taz is shocked at how one-sided the match was, and Tony agrees, saying Shayna might be the most dominant women's wrestler in the history of our great sport. We then cut backstage where Randy Myers is standing in front of a mirror applying chapstick and practicing his kissing in the mirror. Suddenly, a shadowy figure appears in the background wearing a mask and a cape. The fans pop as it's none other than El Jefe, the sensei. God, here we go. (laughs) He interrupts Myers to tell him that no, he's not dead. He simply faked his own death to trick the simpletons that run those other wrestling organizations. He says that he is the voice of a generation 
and he has been hired as the new backstage Wait, interviewer. The <laughs> and his first assignment is Randy Myers. <laughs> he asks Randy who the chapstick is for, and Randy smiles, looks seductively at him, and says, For you, big boy. That ain't going to work for us. <laughs> Great, it doesn't work for me, brother. <laughs> he says, You may be the voice of a generation, but I have the lips of a generation. And with that, plants a big, wet kiss on El Jefe. Does his son know about this? Yeah. Does his son know? Don't you worry about that. <laughs> Suddenly, he pulls away, spitting in disgust. He asks El Jefe if that was his first kiss. <laughs> <laughs> El Jefe says, in fact, it was. Myers asks, how was that possible? El Jefe responds, because the lights of the dating world were too bright, and kissing would have interrupted his ability to grade the MLS first-year player draft. Randy says he may ruin kissing forever for him and walks off heartbroken. <laughs> Unsure of what to do, he weakly throws back to Tony and Taz, but then begins to do the mockerade for no apparent reason <laughs> and, without, and without the aid of music. Tony and Taz are befuddled, unsure of how to transition. <laughs> yes. Up next is the AW TV title match between Brian Pillman Jr. and Sheamus. Pretty standard match here with both guys trading offense and a couple good false finishes. Sheamus goes for a brogue kick, but Pillman ducks, hits a super kick into a jumping tornado DDT and covers for the win, retaining the TV title. After the, na- after the match, a highlight package shows the Young Buck and Big Darby in action, hyping up the next match. Roman's out first to a decent response. He pauses as he gets to the top of the ramp and motions for the music to cut. The, cow, the, crowd begin, the crowd begins a loud Chicago-level chant for Darby Allen. His music hits and the arena explodes. The big screen lowers on, into the stage, revealing a massive 20-foot quarter pipe with Darby standing on top holding his skateboard. <laughs> Darby drops in, flies down the ramp, and seamlessly slides into the ring as Roman joins him to thunderous applause. Out next to the tag champs, the Young Bucks. The match begins with Matt and Darby in the ring. Quick pace to begin the match. A lot of springboard moves off the ropes. Quick roll-ups for two counts. And a lot of aerial maneuvers, the crowd biting on everything. Matt tags a Nick, and they begin to slow down the pace and take turns tagging in and out, isolating Darby away from his corner. A couple of times, Darby gets close to making a tag, only for one of the Bucks to grab his leg, a run-and-punch Roman knocking him down off the apron, and double-teaming Darby. They send Darby into the ropes and look for a double clothesline, but Darby ducks, hits the other ropes, and springboards into a double back elbow. The crowd is aching for Roman, and finally Darby makes the tag. Superman punches follow to both Matt and Nick, with Roman getting a quick two on Matt. Darby is back in the mix now, as Big Darby both land ten punches in the corner, the crowd gleefully counting. Roman hits a spear on Matt, and then a spear on Nick. Darby is on the top rope and hits a coffin drop on Matt. He runs to the other corner and climbs to hit another. Suddenly, he jumps down to the floor and begins rummaging around under the ring. He finds a 20-foot ladder and climbs to the top, signaling a big-time splash. The crowd is going apeshit, everyone with their cameras out. Roman has placed the bucks on top of one another and is telling Darby to jump. Darby gets a devilish look in his eye, climbs to the very top rung, wobbles just a bit, and leaps. Out of nowhere, Roman spears him in the air, sending both men crumbling to the ring. The crowd, silent at first, erupts with a loud chorus of boos to Roman. He rolls out of the ring, flips Darby the bird, and walks out. Damn. The Bucks are yelling at him, asking, what the hell are you doing? Darby is laying motionless in the ring. 
As the Bucks, unsure of what to do, Matt puts one foot on Darby's chest as him and Nick look disgusted towards the backstage area and the ref counts the one, two, three as the Bucks retain. Hmm. Roman. Okay. Tony is is beside (laughs) himself, asking how could Roman do that to Darby? How could Roman do that to his fans? More importantly, how could he do that to himself? He then says, Roman, you can go straight to hell. Bum, bum. <laughs> Next up is the AW Heavyweight Championship match between Keith Lee and Randy Orton. Both guys get good pops, and the action is slow and methodical, but a great story. Randy is being his usual apex predator, while Lee dazzles with, Lee's, with feats of strength and various Lucha-inspired moves. Around the 15-minute mark, both men are down, the ref beating his 10 count. Orton is up first, followed by Lee. They trade right hands, trade clotheslines, trade power slams. Finally, as Lee is going for a fallaway slam, Orton reverses into an RKO and gets a very close two. As Lee is in all fours, Orton sets up for the punt. Suddenly, that mysterious masked man slides in the ring, hitting Orton with a pipe in front of the ref, causing a DQ. Orton went... Orton wins, but Lee retains. The masked man disappears into the crowd as Lee celebrates half-heartedly to the crowd. Damn. <laughs> I wonder who the fucking master is. Tony and Taz are back on the camera, saying it's main event time. A video package rolls showing all the bad blood with everyone in the match. Big Papa Pump is out first. He says he was looking forward to coming to Seattle. He hears there's a lot of freaks. Then he got here and realized the women all look like Courtney Love had a baby with a shotgun that killed Kurt Cobain. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he says that he'd make fun of the fact that the Sonics left, but that'd be too easy. Almost as easy as the Oregon Ducks beating the Huskies every year. As it turns out, a linebacker for UW is in the front row wearing all kinds of purple and gold, and he begins yelling at Steiner. Steiner makes eye contact and jumps out of the ring and gets in his face. The guy argues for a moment and then throws a beer in Steiner's face. Steiner laughs just a little bit, wipes his face, and punches the fan right in the mouth, knocking him unconscious. (laughs) Security is sprinting to the ringside area as well as Seattle PD and Jay White. White is calling Steiner a fucking idiot and asks what he's going to do now for the match. Steiner is handcuffed and led out of the arena as the crowd is in a near riot, throwing heaps of piles of garbage into the ring. Damn. Jay White is left alone in the ring as Cody's music hits, bringing out the American Nightmare. Cody asks, where's your partner? What happened to the big bad steroid daddy? Jay White begs for mercy, says they wouldn't fight him without a partner, would they? Cody says, no, we're not like that. In fact, we've already found you a partner. With that, Dustin walks through the curtain, dragging the masked men behind him. In the ring, White is losing it, screaming to let him go. Let him go. Cody says they will let him go on one condition. Tell us who it is. Reveal the piece of shit who's been a pain in the ass of AAW since day one, and we'll let him go. White says he can't. It's not time yet. Cody responds, there's no time like the present. White is pacing, unsure of what to do. The masked man is squirming, pleading for his release. Cody says, time's up. Time to find out who this is. As he goes to take the hood off, White screams, Wait! What about this? A one-on-one match between me and Dustin tonight. If Dustin wins, I'll reveal the identity. If I win, Dustin has to retire. Cody looks at Dustin, and Dustin nods his approval. Cody says, you're on. White says, two stipulations. One, no holds barred. Cody agrees. And two, 
Cody cannot interfere in any way. Cody says that's fine as well, and to ensure the playing field is level, he pulls out a pair of handcuffs and locks himself to the masked man and locks himself around the ring post. Dustin slides in and the two immediately fight as the bell rings. The fight spills outside, both men being run into steel steps. White gets to his knees first, grabs a chair, and goes to hit Dustin. Uh, but Dustin ducks and White nails the ring post. Dustin soccer kicks him in the dick and rolls him into the ring and gets a two. He grabs a table from under the ring and sets it up inside the t- ring and places White on the table. Dustin climbs the ropes prepared to splash White through the table when a fan jumps the guardrail. He's huge. He grabs Dustin by the throat and choke slams him off the top rope through the announce table, exploding it all around him. Admiring his handiwork, he jumps down and rolls Dustin into the ring as Cody is screaming, No! White drapes it on over him for the one, two, three, sending Dustin into retirement. The monster in the hoodie has made his way to where Cody and the masked man are locked up. With one tug, he rips the handcuff chain in half and begins to pummel Cody. Eventually, he power bombs Cody through the table inside the ring and pulls down the hood of the back, pulls down the hood of the black hoodie he was wearing. My God, it's Brian Cage. White raises the hand of Cage and hugs the masked man as Cody and Dustin lay motionless around the ring as the pay per view goes off the air. Damn! God damn! I like that. That's right. Ooh. All right, all gravy. That's uh. That's good shit. That was a pretty good effort. Uh, no, no, I like. I, I'm pretty proud of what I wrote. So Let's we'll Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> this is uh, this is the first show after backsplash. This is the night after backsplash. This is the this is the, the first step. This is the first step. I wrote to gravy in the tr- gravy in the boat. Gravy in the boat. Here we go. <laughs> Monday Night Raw Week Seven, live on Pornhub Premium Live. Boobal, I'm sorry. I'm out of food venues. We're at the Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C. Thirteen thousand six hundred and sixty-nine on hand. Dolph Ziggler, Sami Zayn on commentary. Uh, we go to a video package that shows the carnage of last night's pay-per-view backsplash. We also see a picture before the video uh, package starts of in loving memory of Latino Gable. Uh, Dolph says tonight will be the championship celebration for newly crowned AGW heavyweight champion Hangman Adam Page. Yeah. AGW Women's Champion Rebel Kell puts her title on the line in an open challenge. But before anything else is announced, big enormous music hits and he comes out on crutches with a neck brace on with Mickey James helping him to the ring. He and Mickey get in the ring and both grab a mic. E says he was robbed last night of the title and it, if it wasn't for that stupid horse, he would have won. Mickey tries to comfort E as she tells him she took care of that dyke Charlotte and now she's officially <laughs> has that the best hits in all of wrestling. You're right, Corey. He tells Mickey to shut her fat suck hole. This is about him and the travesty that happened to him last night. He demands a rematch at Gravy in the Boat in three weeks and says that he's not leaving until he gets his rematch. Suddenly, Dominic Dijakovic music hits and he hits the ring. He gets in the ring and says he had his chance and failed miserably, just like the doctor who did Mickey's plastic surgery. He says he also heard that E thinks he has the biggest dick in AGW and that just makes him laugh. He asks E if he used to watch the Battle Royal at the beginning of Backsplash because he basically to- murdered two of the top stars in the company with his big dick and had them running for safety to PDX Wrestling. He turns to Mickey and tells her to feast uh, her eyes on his dick and seductively licks his lips. E gets pissed and shoves Dominic Dijakovic back and the two get in each other's face ready to brawl. But suddenly, this week's general manager, 
music Mia Khalifa hits, and she comes out to the ring to a huge pop. Huge pop. <clears throat> oh, yeah. She says she has been watching AG, AGW since it started, and she doesn't like E's attitude since he got with Mickey. She says he may have a huge dick, but trust her when she says she's taken much bigger and darker in her days. And as for her, his demanded rematch, she says that he lost fair and square, but she likes the competitiveness in both men. So if they both want a title shot, they can do it in three weeks when they are both participants in the Gravy in the Boat ladder match. The winner who climbs the ladder and grabs the Gravy Boat will get an automatic AGW world title match for any time, anywhere, for up to one year. Ian Dijakovic stare at each other in pure anger as Dominic uh, blows a kiss to Mickey and points at his shaft as he walks out of the ring and we go to commercial. We're back from commercial with Johnny Gargano versus Austin Theory. Austin Theory gets the jobber entrance and is already in the ring when we get back. The rabid wrestler Johnny Gargano is out next, but this time he's in riding in uh, Latino Gable's custom lowrider, paying homage to his tag team partner who suddenly passed away yesterday morning. The lap bar machine is in the back seat as Johnny hits the hydraulics on his way down. He's visibly bawling, pointing to the sky as he gets out of the lowrider and kisses the lap bar machine somberly. He gets in the ring and collapses to his knees in tears as he says a prayer and points to the sky and crosses his heart. The ref calls for the bell and the match starts as Johnny controls most of the match with a, uh, a few two counts. He chops Theory in the corner and calls out Viva La Rasa as he weeps. He hits Theory with the three amigos in memory of Latino Gable and goes for the frog splash. But before he can hit the move, the grizzled young vets music hits and they come out with baseball backs and a mic. Drake says to Johnny, you nearly killed me last night. You possess roided up dipshit. So now we're going to kill your spirit. Drake and Gibson begin beating the shit out of the side of the lowrider and the lap bar machine with the bats. Johnny lets out a blood-curdling war scream as he jumps to the floor and grabs a machete from under the ring. Gibson and Drake see Johnny and take off to the back as Johnny chases them, screaming, Nancy, it only hurt just a little bit, baby. Come back, as Ziggler sends us to commercial. We're back from break as we are outside the Department of Homeland Security compound in Washington, D.C., we see erotic Matt Hardy in the back of a white van with Kevin Owens. Hardy says he has a grappling hook attached to Cumguard 1 as he's isolating uh, what building El Jefe is in. Cumguard 1 takes off, as, uh, takes off silently as it is circling the facility. Uh, where did I go? I lost my spot. Oh, it flies into the back as we see two armed guards walking back and forth. Suddenly, Cumguard 1 shoots 250 cal bullets, killing both guards instantaneously. We cut back to the van where KO and Matt are high-fiving and giggling. That's terrorism. Cumguard 1 flies into the building where we see El Jefe's body laying prone on a metal operating table. Suddenly, El Jefe sits up and asks how the fuck they found him as he uh, sent a clone of him to be the new backstage announcer of AEW and was, and was just bound for the witness protection program at dawn. Suddenly, out of nowhere, Cumguard 1 shoots a gra grappling hook hook up El Jefe's ass and reels him in as Matt hits it into God super damn. speed and it shoots through the roof and is gone at the speed of light. We cut back to the van where KO is in shock and Matt Hardy and asking Hardy where the fuck he went. He says he flew him to the Hardy compound where he can throw him into the lake of regurgitation and bring him back to life. KO smiles but Hardy says it's not what he thinks. The lake of regurgitation can bring someone back to life, but it only regurg regurgitates them as a famous movie character, and that movie character is not in their control. It is a roll of the dice, but he says no matter who he is regurgitated as, El Jefe's soul will still live inside of them, so your balls can still meet his mouth. The two start the van and take their journey down to the Hardy compound. And we go to commercial. Jesus <clears throat> We're back with Rebel Kell's open challenge. Rebel Kell's out first alongside her are the Rebellion. 
She gets in the ring, cuts a promo. She says her and Tessa put on an instant classic last night. She says everyone is buzzing about what a high caliber worker and ring general she is. And it's about damn time that these people start giving her the respect she deserves. She says whoever the hell has the balls to accept her open challenge tonight better uh, appreciate this moment as they are about to wrestle greatness. Suddenly, the Pussycat Dolls hit, and out comes newly signed AGW superstar Katie Forbes. The crowd pops as she twerks her giant ass all the way to the ring. Rebel in the Rebellion laugh as Katie gets in the ring and stares at them. Rebel asks where the hell we found one of RVD's cum dumpsters at as she starts, and starts to twerk and mocks Katie. Rebel asks Forbes what's the, uh, the one quality she possesses to be in the ring with her as Forbes replies, Ruthless aggression. As she headbutts Rebel and clears the rebellion out of the ring, the crowd is on its feet screaming and punching each other as the refs call for the bell as Rebel stumbles to her feet and Katie hits a Panama sunrise off the second rope onto Rebel for the one, two, but the rebellion break up the pin causing the disqualification since start double teaming Forbes. Forbes breaks out and hits a double team clothesline on the rebellion, sending them out of the ring. Rebel rolls under the bottom rope, and her and the Rebellion retreat, retreat up the ramp as Katie gives her the title sign around her waist and points at Rebel. Uh, next is Samwa Joe versus Elias. Elias comes out and sings a song that he's back and ready to compete. He says he just was on the set of his new movie with John Cena called The Asshole Adjustment, and that will be going on sale directly following Monday Night Raw right here on Pornhub Premium Live. Sam Wajo comes out and makes a beeline right for the ring. The ref calls for the bell, and Elias charges him, but uh, he gets run through. Joe tosses Elias around the ring, giving him stiff chops. Uh, Elias tries to fight back, but he's no match for Joe, who ragdolls him down into a coquina clutch, and Elias taps almost immediately. Joe, however, doesn't let go until Elias completely loses consciousness. He grabs a mic and says he's running through people, and this single, and the single division is pretty much too easy now. He tried to be Mr. Nice Guy when he got here, uh, but the nice guy always finishes last. But in three weeks, he's going uh, to be finishing first because he also has officially entered the Gravy in the Boat ladder match, and none of these sorry bitches are standing in his way. We are back now with your Hangman Adam Page Championship celebration. Hangman comes to the ring on a dirt bike with a cowboy shit flag flying off the back with the AGW title around his waist. He drives to the ring to thunderous cheers and chants cowboy shit. The ring is filled with pitchers of beer and a hustler magazines as Hangman gets on the top rope and pounds a pitcher. He grabs a mic and said, uh, didn't I tell you fuckers I was going to win this belt? He says he feels unstoppable and there is no one in, uh, on the roster that can beat him. He sent Kenny Omega packing to that moderately successful but otherwise lacking creative booking and poorly managed company AAW. He dominated Big E on his first title defense and stole his most prized possession from him, and now he has uh, him coming out here crying like a little bitch for a little rematch. The crowd chants, you deserve it, as he pounds another pitcher of beer and holds up the title as the crowd chants even louder. Hangman is tearing up as the ovation gets even louder as he puts his hand over his heart and says, thank all you fuckers from the bottom of my black heart, as he holds up the title one more time. As we cut to a camera panning the audience as not a single person is sitting, as the chance you deserve it, literally shake the camera. People in the crowd are crying, clapping as if they are witnessing greatness. We cut back to Hangman, but suddenly we see Walter slowly stand up behind Hangman with his arms behind his back as the crowd gasps and goes almost silent. Hangman turns around as Walter gives him a giant double-handed chokeslam through the table of beer. The crowd boos thunderously as Walter stands over Hangman with his arms behind his back and a smug smirk on his face as he scans the crowd with his eyes and chuckles. He bends down and grabs uh, the mic from Hangman as he grimaces in pain. 
Walter says the last time he checked, he beat Hangman 1-2-3 in the middle of the ring to become the first ever AGW heavyweight champion back at the Royal Cumble. He says he suffered a sprained penis and a bruised uh, testicle in his strap-on match at Gravy Mania, but luckily he's uh, cleared now. He said he never got his automatic rematch, so now he is invoking it. So at Gravy in the Boat, it will be Walter versus Hangman Adam Page for the AGW world title. Walter says, and the result is going to be exactly the same as the Royal Cumble, and the era of Walter will once again be the cornerstone of Monday nights as he tosses the mic onto Hangman's prone body and raises the AGW TV title above his head as the crown rains down thunderous booze and chucks all sorts of concessions and beer into the ring as Raw goes off the air. All right. Hmm. All right. I like both shows. So... We now have uh, Mike Boobles' uh, Would You Rather, as he has Would You Rather's... Can I just say that the Matt Hardy segment went in a weird direction. <laughs> it really yeah. did. Uh, it's not even close to getting there yet. <laughs> Give me about three more weeks. So, uh, Mr. Boobles, you have Would You Rather's specifically for each one of us. I do. Specifically? I mean, after the specific person answers, I feel free to answer the other two. But okay. Yes. Who are you going to start with? Uh, don't fucking worry about it. Okay. I'll start with Devin. All right. <laughs> Devin. Oh, God. I'm scared. Should be. I am. Would you rather smoke with Matt Riddle Ooh. or play Twister with Rebel Kill? Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, holy shit. Yep. You're I coming mean, out hot. It's yeah, easy, it it easy for me. Oh, both are a dream. Yeah. Got to pick one, though. The high is temporary. The sex, I feel, would last forever inside. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Rebel. Okay. Kel. I'm going to smoke a riddle. I was guaranteeing Corey smoke a riddle. I so hard Guarantee you Corey smoke a riddle. It's so hard. Bro. There you go. Oh, it's so tough. Number two. Okay. Would you rather get 100% on every wrestling quiz on Sporkle or create someone's theme song? Ooh. I pride myself on my sporkle ring. Too. I'm, I'm in the 90th percentile. Uh, I'd probably create someone's theme music just because that'd be fucking badass. There you go. I mean, the database is yeah. my gimmick, so. But it'd be what? Gravy! <laughs> Biscuits and gravy! Yeah, something like so that. So, Corey, are you picking a theme song? Or are you picking sporkle? I'm sporkle. Sporkle. Theme. My, it's my database, gimmick. Yeah. It's Joe, my I'm 100% theme song for Joe. All right. Would you rather be a cast member on Ms. and Mrs. or Total Divas? Ooh. Oh, Total Divas. It's a lot of divas. That's a lot of breasts. Oh, no, way. no Ms. Fuck him. Ms. Oh, and Maurice, M- so. Ms. and Mrs. Because Maurice, yeah. she's not only hot as fuck, but she's funny as shit. Yeah, it's true. She just divas. shits on Ms. all at, all yeah. day. Divas. divas for you? Yeah. Divas. Yeah. yeah. Last one for Devin. Okay. Would you rather? Never be able to make Benoit jokes again, oh. or never have New Jack exist. God damn! <laughs> <laughs> I know one of these is the wrong answer. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go never talk about Benoit again, just for my safety. Right? That's a good point. Good point. I'm gonna have to agree with you. Yeah. Uh, PDX wrestling star New Jack <laughs> is uh, at what like 57? Yeah. <laughs> is 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 a treasure? No New Jack. Yeah. yeah. No New yeah. Jack. No, New Jack. No, no, no. That's no. the wrong answer. Oh, Joe. Yeah. God damn it, Joe. <laughs> Joe Lesselhead said, fuck New Jack. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm going with New Jack. Going. All right. Natural Born Killers. Fuck. Oh, I can't wait for Corey. Those are my favorite. Joe up next. Oh, oh, crap. I can't wait for Corey's. 
He's first billing, but main I event. Know, but yeah. I can't wait for him. He's the main event. <laughs> I don't jerk the curtain. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the only thing you don't jerk. All right. I don't have to. Jerk me. Oh. I want. Get these hands. Okay. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> not again! <laughs> not again! Braun! Joe. Yeah. Would you rather be the co-host of the Janela Zone or the host of What Happened When? Oh, What Happened When? Without question. Yeah. There it is. That's yeah. Without yeah. question. Without question. Same for yeah. you? Yeah, same for me. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang out with Joey. I'll hang yeah. out with Joey. I'll go to the Jell-O. Your older brother? Yeah. My <laughs> older brother. <for> real. <laughs> I just need to grow my hair out. Without question. Joe. Yeah. Would you have? Would you rather have a replica of every belt from WWE ever for free, or pay for front row mania tickets one time? So he's like, "Don't fucking do it! Don't do it!" Yeah. I can see Corey's face. There's an obvious answer. I'm, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm taking the belt, but it's one of those things of the belt or like a mania every year, you know. But I'm taking the belt. Yeah, it's a belt. Fine. Belts are mania every year. You got to pay for mania, belts. though. Ah, it's the belts. Belts. No, <laughs> if I got to pay. All right. Joe. Yeah. Would you rather be a surprise entrant in a rumble like AJ okay. or have a shocking elimination like Maven? Surprise entrance. 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 Oh, I'm taking elimination all day long. Oh, I'm taking entrance. Entrance. Oh. I can only imagine the rush of adrenaline when he came out. Yeah, and his hood's down. Yep. He's not even looking. Mm-hmm. Um, nope. Could it be? Oh, we saw where yeah. Roman having a migraine. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Jobin. Yes. Would you rather create the NWO or DX? <laughs> DX. Mabel would have been the third guy. So. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> DX. I was a DX mark growing up. Corey, I know. I yeah. Know. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, oh. Devin, what are you going to pick? Probably DX. I was a DX mark, DX too. DX mark. Dev tools. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it! Corey. One of them is still fondly remembered 25 years yeah, later. DX. The other one's DX. Oh, shots fired. Hey, wow. hey. Nah, man, go to a... Look at those indie shows on IWTV and see how many NWO shirts are always in the crowd. Then count how many DX shirts you see. Not many. No. Marks. <laughs> Corey. That's the main event time. Oh, God. Here we go. These are the ones. Would you rather be responsible for killing Jim Crockett or WCW? Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, I'm already going to give this guy a heart attack. I'm already scared for him. <laughs> Add it on. Latino buff. No. WCW. I yeah. love Me Jim too. Crockett promotions so much. Yep. WCW. Okay. Would you rather work for WWE, mm-hmm. comma, as Kevin Dunn or Bruce Pritchard? <laughs> and he's dead and back in ten. <laughs> Not? Well, they they both have their heads firmly planted up Vince's ass. Yep. Both have had to sell their morals and their conscience to do so. Yep. Oh. <laughs> I guess. What makes you? Ne- what gives you less of a sour taste? I bet. I, I bet Bruce gets paid a little more, so I'll go with Bruce. I'll go Bruce because then you I'll get go hands Bruce as well. Creativity Kevin wise, so you can do Bruce yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Don't you just get to change cameras with Pritchard? You can every, maybe do every something. half second. <laughs> go to two, Three, five, two, four, five, five, five. He's like an He's dead. Nine, eight, seven. <laughs> and he's dead. Hey, now I got some good ones now. Okay. 
No. Oh, no. I wanted to Corey's corner a little bit. So that was fun. Corey. Yeah. Would you rather beat Lawler in Memphis or Bruno in the Garden? Both are blasphemy. <laughs> uh, what would cause a bigger riot? Uh, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Right? <laughs> so I, I'm doing the math right now. Like, I got mine. I, I think th- the Garden would have more people. I have to. Th- I'd rather beat Lawler in Memphis because <laughs> um, that'd probably be chicanery. Mm-hmm. There'd be a rematch. He'd get his win. I'd make a lot of money. Uh, Ivan Koloff, when he beat Bruno clean for the title in 71, had to be uh, escorted out of the ring to the back by uh, security guards because they were afraid for his life. I want that, though. Just to experience that I want once. that heat, so I'll yeah. take Bruno out. Yeah. Nope. I would take Bruno out, too. I want the heat. So, full disclosure, that was the hardest one for me to write. I knew the law wanted to meet you. I was like, what would be the equivalent of Lawler? <laughs> I was, I, it Bruno. took me a while to go with Bruno. But, God yeah. damn it. Last one. All right. Corey. Yeah. Would you rather be an unknown in the main event of Wrestle Kingdom Mm -hmm. or the top indie star in Winbola? Wrestle Kingdom. Kingdom. Yeah. Kingdom. Something about being in that Tokyo Dome. Do you know what Bola is? Nope. Battle of Los... (laughs) That's why I said Wrestle Kingdom, because I know what that one was. Bola is the Battle of Los Angeles. It's a Mm three-day weekend tournament once a year for Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, where all of the biggest indie stars get together and just have a fucking crazy... They could sell out like 10 seconds. You have to know somebody. They did a a human centipede one time. Yeah. There's like 100 tickets, and you have to fucking know somebody. Wow. But it's like the Bucks. I know it's Cousin E, but... Like... um, Jushin Thunder Liger was in the centipede. They all just had their thumbs up each other's ass in a line of like 10 people. And I think like Champo's one of them. It's Champa like the, and Chuck Taylor and Liger. And, and Bola's like the main, like the mania essentially of it's pretty the, wrestling. Previous guys who've won Bola before becoming stars, Ricochet, <clears throat> uh, uh, Cesaro, um, Chris Hero, uh, fucking Jeff Cobb, Tyler Black, uh, Davey Richards, uh, mm-hmm. just big names. Anyone Adam, big now? Adam Cole. Went through there. Baby. I watched the 2013 Battle of Los Angeles. That's the first one I watched, and Adam Cole won as a heel. And I was like, I've seen the future. Nope. This motherfucker. And that's undisputed. Yeah. Boom. So that was some would you rather. Those were good. Those, Those were good. good. I thought for sure there was going to be an Alexa Bliss. Would I thought you I was nah. waiting for it. Nah. That'll be next week. I was like, <laughs> I can do more. Con Air's next week. Con Air's next week. Yep, next week, fantasy. Con Air. Con Air against PTX. I and I won't lie, and I'll say it now, it's a little tease. I think this is my best work I've ever done. <laughs> From beginning to end, not just one match. I uh, well it's not hard. <laughs> I watched He did some good old stuff. I watched I, I watched a lot of Nick Cage movies. I kid you not. Mm. I watched a couple and I got into the Cage. Next? Nothing but Cage was in his head. Uh, no, I watched uh, Snake Eyes and another movie that he didn't show up till the 45 minutes in. I have, um, mine's called PDX Pioneer Spirit. There's three matches announced so far. Of course, um, the Blasian bitch, Mia Yim, defending that PDX title against Chelsea Green, who went through three barbed wire cage matches on Lights Out to get this match. Jesus. Uh, Shelton Benjamin taking on Daniel Bryan. And, of course, the PDX title match, Hammerstone, and Mustafa Ali. Uh, so your spirits will be broken after my Conair show. Yeah. I, 
I have so many oozing confidence. Oh no, it's like. It's, it's, it's I, I, I think I He's oozing machismo I'm oozing machismo Because I feel like This card alone Is my best That can go up against Any of you And it would destroy you That is Boy, I'm just so lucky Because I'm coming off My big show So this is kind of a A rebuild show To set <laughs> I don't know, up the next Gravy in the boat With the ideas I have for it I'm sorry Corey <laughs> like, I'm sorry Terrible timing because this is this is like I can go now if you want. Just uh, no, show no, no, it no. Off, you know? This no. is like my uh, this is my setup show for the next cycle. So I got there's nothing really stupendous happening Sorry. on it. Yeah, I apologize, <laughs> but I think this is my best work I've done, and this is even going back to me and you with Jeff. I think I haven't touched the work I did back then yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I like the last show I did. But I don't think I don't think I've come anywhere near that stuff I used I, to do. I same, but like I just I just start typing and then I'm like, okay, That's how this it is works for me. and this works, and I then thought, it kept kept going, going, same. and when then I, when I, I placed it just right. I'm like, holy shit! Like I have backstage segments that's gonna like you guys are gonna go, what the fuck? The Con Air match alone is bonkers. God damn it. Yeah, I look I, when to I'm di- like yesterday when I texted, I was like, I have eight to. Tw- I was just sitting out there and I was like, fuck, I could do that. And then at that pay- at the pay-per-view, I can do this, which could lead to a match at this. And I'm like, holy shit, I can do this for like so 12 weeks. I, I'm like super excited for next week's Con Air because I know I'm going to do Con Air and then I'm coming back to Earth. Like, I'm. <laughs> I just so had Roman week. Spear Darby in Seattle. So <laughs> that was good, though. I got healed. Yeah. You know. Goddamn. Well, when, I like the. I like for that. I like when, Alexa paying off for that PDX money. I mean, she has access to the bank account. Well, she (laughs) is getting banged by Braun, so... (laughs) Shut your mouth! (laughs) (laughs) But, for that being said... She needs to give me some of that money. Let's wrap this show up as, you know, Alexa's waiting for that... uh, Those hands. Those hands. That's true. Show her his uh, softball skills with his uh, dinger. God damn it. Jesus. (laughs) All right. And you can find his dinger at nosoentertainment.com, <laughs> where we have apparently pictures of Bronze Dinger. That's um, me. But we have, <laughs> That's a home run. <laughs> but we also have written words like the Dekai Sensei with El Jefe the Sensei, who apparently works dual companies. It's a clone. He's he's. You know what? He ruined I'm, Randy Myers. I'm a little pissed. He uh, he's acting like one of my good brothers, but I wasn't representation. I he's, should be getting a cut. He he's might in, he might show me his soul. Air. I don't know his yet. soul's coming back. He's in three different fucking wrestling companies. <laughs> and I'm gonna say, I'm not soul, getting a kick. So. How do you think Alexa got the envelope? I know. That's I know. all I'm saying. But uh, God damn it, <laughs> you had a cut. It went somewhere else. Yeah. God damn it, <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> my own blood. <laughs> I think I just got an idea for Pioneer Spirit. There you go. We also have, uh, that's my opinion about Mike Booble. That's me. And uh, the database. I've just started a month-long SummerSlam purge. Ooh. Sorry. SummerSlam 19, what is it, Booble? 1995? Is that his favorite one? SummerSlam 95, baby. (laughs) We will do it on the retro at some point. Thank God I've already done that one. We will do it. I did 88 today, the first one. Whew. Yeah. Not good? Nostalgia-wise, it's a great watch. If you're looking for in-ring action, it's a bad show. Best SummerSlam <laughs> of all time, go. Oh, 2013. Yeah, 13. Even I knew that. It's got two five-star matches. <laughs> yeah. Punk and Lesnar and then Brian and Cena. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's high praise. It's high 2002 praise. is right behind it. 
It's a great show, top to bottom. The Sean and uh, Sean and Triple H, Rock and Brock, Jericho and Flair, Edge and Eddie, Benoit and RVD, Ra- yeah. Angle and Mysterio, dude. It's fucking stacked. Woo. You gonna watch that yeah. next? <laughs> yeah, I think I am actually. Yeah. <laughs> I just made my mind. Get his um, mind off Alexa. <laughs> oh, sorry. Vengeance Night of Champions is coming up. Ixnay the Alexa. Bangnay, got it. God damn it. We have podcasts like the <laughs> Fuck Joe Lussell podcast. Uh, what? <laughs> Big trouble and fuck you. <laughs> yeah. We have the Monday Night War Stories, the Pay Per View War Stories, oh. the Thundercast, the Heat Cast. The worldwide cast, the Saturday night cast, the velocity cast, <laughs> yeah, velocity cast, live wire cast, the live wire Shotgun cast, Saturday night, slamming Saturday morning cast, the forecast, yeah, we did, the, we did <laughs> the weather forecast, <laughs> we did slamboree, gentlemen, we did mm. do slamboree, goddamn, and that's the high point of the month. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it gets worse. You should have been here last night when I read the card for New Mercy in Manchester to Joe. Jesus, um, my halfway, head kept hitting the mic. Halfway through, he was looking for a noose. It was and then, terrible. and then, and then, in two weeks, over the over edge. The over edge. The edge. Ninety nine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. El jefe <laughs> that week, and then we also have podcast in nine, eight. <laughs> That's my pick. Uh, this week here on That's the gang reviews. <laughs> the gang reviews. That's my pick. As we'll be doing, uh, Devin's sexy actors. Boom. Damn right. We also have... Uh, Zen won that draft. Just yeah, Zen won that draft. <laughs> well, I would have won. No, no, no. You lost. I think when I do we dig- start doing our retrograde of uh, episodes of the Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous? Ooh. When Good Charlotte becomes a thing again. So... How dare you, sir? We oh, also I guess have, we're never doing that one. We have Twitters. Uh, first, Bill and Corey. You can find them at that kayfabe guy. You can follow... Yeah, uh, like you the can. Living Legend at... Empty Google. You can follow Devin Dollar at Devin Dollar. You can follow me at that Joe Lessel. You can he follow. Almost rushes through yours like it's not even words. You can follow uh, Alexa Bliss getting banged by <laughs> Braun Strowman. Up. <laughs> you know what? The show was better when uh, good old Jr. was hosting. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Do you think he uses her as a puppet? Damn you know, it! Fireball Thunderhouse. Hello. You can follow Producer Land at Producer Land. <laughs> no Southern Entertainment at No Southern Follow, like, subscribe, all that good stuff on Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, SoundCloud, Instagram, sometimes YouTube, and hopefully Spotify. And just always remember, Alexa takes it from Braun. Love each other. <laughs> Love wrestling. Yeah.